God is the God of the universe. God is the God of everybody. And that is what John was referring to when he said that the one that does not love does not know God. But the confidence that you must have in the word of God from within, that deep assurance, heaven is a state of happiness which comes as a result of living a useful life. The heavenly pursuit is usefulness. The heavenly pursuit is love. The wisdom of God, it is universal. It is universal because it does not belong to a certain set. Tell them about group work. That's what we are discussing this morning. Amen. Group work. Group work. Some years ago, dealing with a lot of people on campus, one of the major topics that came up was purpose. So everywhere you passed, someone was asking, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? What is my purpose? And because of that, prophets rose amongst us who prophesied to people concerning purpose. You are an apostle. You are a prophet. You are an evangelist. You are a pastor. You are a teacher. No problem. I see you establishing orphanages. I mean, if you had orphanage prophecies when you're on campus, how far? Is it still going to happen or your children will fulfill it? Oh, you will fulfill it. It's not inside you. I feel that. Look, I think, <laughs> did you receive prophecy? Because oh, okay. So the ability is an orphanage. That prophecy, you're the man Obiti say Harriet say yeah ma orphanage prophecy. I'm telling you, Obiti say Rene yeah ma orphanage prophecy. Eh? It's true. Oh yeah. Obiti say Millie yeah ma orphanage prophecy. Uh, that test yeah ma orphanage prophecy. Eh? Yeah ma Lizzie yeah ma orphanage prophecy. I'm telling you. Nanama. You will receive orphanage prophecy. Abigail, you will receive orphanage. Orphanage prophecy is for more and more duka kano. You see, it's a Davi kind of this thing. You say, and confobi or mami mami bomo. Mommy, 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 this. Mommy. Who else is that orphanage prophecy? So that I'll confirm. God, I've confirmed with two. With, I want a third witness. Anyway. So, Adanelli says, your own will happen, right? Is this something you want to do? What is it? No. <laughs> oh, Messi. Messi, like in you, are you really going to do it or you said it so that they'll leave you alone? Oh, okay. 
as powerful. Okay, so the orphanage prophecy was in the system a lot. So, like many prophecies, that's one thing that we used to do. Those days, some of us, we took it upon ourselves to listen to people's prophecies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Pastor Wendy was in that category. If somebody is, if maybe you are and they are prophesying to you, we are listening to your prophecy. Yes, sir. And a lot of times, that's how we used to even mentor people. So, you hear your prophecy, we come to you and, like, how are you going to get there? Do you get it? So we'll be talking to you and all that. So you should listen to people's prophecies a lot. So knowing people's prophecies when we were on campus, and then knowing what they did when they left campus. Hey, but because we used to listen to people's prophecies, then we'll be waiting to see if they will do it. So I told you a prophecy where a guy, a prophet came to town, and he was the only one he prophesied to. That guy is back in the department, the campus, doing politics and lecturing. But this guy was holding the Bible and moving all over the world, preaching the gospel. So it's like, hey, so these prophecies, so I see people having prophecies when they leave school, water finds its own level, and then they became normal people in the system. You get it. So I was really asking the Lord, inquiring of the Lord, like how these things work. How these things work. And again, why people are so much bent on being prophesied to concerning their purpose. I feel like what is my purpose is not a good question to ask. Because it's almost like purpose is something that is fixed. My purpose is fluid. Do you get it? So, for instance, as you are here now, you should be in purpose. Do you get it? Then going forward, so there's always where God wants you to be and how God wants you to live. For instance, the uses you discharge three years from today will far outweigh what you are discharging now. Do you understand? But God still wants you to discharge now. So we can't say we see you discharging or doing something and then we limit it to that alone. And that was generally the nature of many of the prophecies, you see. So as I was asking the Lord, the Lord told me, he said, what people need to do is to discover where they belong. Is to discover where they must be. What people need to do is to join a group. Then he showed me that many of the times, even when people do not know much, when it comes to identifying where they must be, that will help them. They are easily able to know. That one is easy to know. So he told me that people should do that first. Because eventually, when it comes to purpose, it is group work. So if you identify group, then your purpose in terms of your role in God's kingdom, it will be given to you through the group. Not necessarily directly, but through belonging to a group, you will learn to find your feet in God's kingdom. Now this is very important because there are many people that 
think that God made them to act alone. That's a deception. That's a deception. So they feel like they must be independent. They are alone, independent. No. One of the greatest steps you can ever take is to find your group, your God-ordained group, and to function within and through that group. When I look at my life, that is what blessed me. Because group has a way of taking care of your shortcomings. Because in a group, there is diversity. What you lack, another person supplies. What you supply, another person lacks. What you may even have that is not so strong, another person will have a stronger version of it. And through ministering one to another, the group will grow together. The group will grow together. So the group is... This is the message that I wanted to put that like my heart, inside my heart was jumping up and down because it is your solution. I tell you prophetically that it is your solution. What I'm telling you now, for many of you that are ready for God, this is your answer. This is your answer. Group, eh? let me tell you some of my groups. When I was in JHS, I had a group. I had a group. It was not a cultural group. <laughs> it, was a, no, it was not an official group. It was just a group. And you see, this is how groups are formed. Groups are formed by individuals appreciating that it is not good for them to work alone. For instance, the moment you begin to see that you will not benefit if you learn alone, you look for a group. You understand that? We form groups when we see that individually we will not be able to get to where we want to get to. And that there are things with others that we will not have. No matter how many hours you pray to God to have. For example, what I do, you can't do it. Not because I'm special. Because you are not for that. You are for your own. Do you understand that? So imagine you pray to God or you try to... The best you can do is to get the same haircut as me. And maybe wear similar shabbos. That's all. It's true. You can't. You can't. Like some of you, for instance, when we deal with you, you quickly make the assumption that our expectation is that you become like us. No. Our expectation is that you fulfill what you are capable of. So we see what you are capable of. But you can easily misunderstand and think that we'll be happy if you are exactly like us. No. You become a fraud. You become a fraud. It's you that you must become. But there's a, a better version of you. You understand that? So groups, we form groups when we realize that it is not good for us to work alone. So when I was in a GHS, I had a group. It was a group mainly for learning. You understand that? Yeah, it was a group. We came together because we sort of understood that we have been we have been, we have been, and we liked the other person's being. Uh -huh. So it's not like we no, we have been. No, as you like this guy's way of being a shark. Do you understand? 
And this one too likes this one's school of being a shark. So we're in a group. A group of three tight friends. Very tight. We did many things. For example, when I woke up, I went to one person's house. And then at times together, we'll go to the other person's house. That's all. That's our life. By the time we are doing something, and it's the three of us, say, let's do this today. Then we'll do it. We can. We did everything together. And the group was based on being good academically. We wanted to do well. It was myself, Pastor Timmy, and then we had another friend called Samuel Hagan. Samuel Hagan. He, was, he lived in West India also. Oh, it was a blessing. You know, if you are not in a group, you will not even know about some book. Some book. You know some book. It's like you are reading your book, you feel like chatting. Then there is some book. <laughs> it is when you are in a group that you discover that there is some book. It's true. Then you too, you have to read. And look, me, in the group, my role was not to bring the books. You see, so you have to know your limitation. Me, in the group, all that I want to do is to do enough. Yeah, so if you say, um, that, if you give us notes and there says, I'll just read the notes and come and write. Do you get it? It was in groups that I discovered that you don't have to read your notes. There are other books you have to read. It was in groups. It was in groups. Yeah, just read my notes and come. So if there's a teacher that doesn't give exactly what is in the notes, then there's a problem, you see. Yeah, and you see, you can be there, nothing will cross your mind. I mean, it didn't cross my mind, though, that, ah, I trusted the teacher. So you began, hey, somebody is reading a book. Pastor Timmy had a book called Nyansapo. Nyansapo. It was a science book. Yeah. Hey! So we are preparing for BCO. Then Nyansapo. Hey! So you mark it. I say, in a group, you don't buy your own book. We circulate books. I say, I can't Then you get it and then you read it. So that was our group. Then we say, oh, let's do a business. So we said to print envelopes. <laughs> we printed envelopes and so did. that business fell flat. <laughs> we went to do some design, our school logo on it, and then we said, oh, people who write letters, it would be nice to. So we did it together. We looked for money. It was Pastor Timmy's father who sponsored us. We looked for money. We did it. The three of us. You know an interesting thing? Preach and prize giving day. Nobody took prize apart from the three of us. That's among the guys. It was just the three of us and one lady. Yeah, yeah. You understand? That's how groups work. Wasi, Pastor Timmy got 10 ones. I got nine ones. Someone again had nine ones. We passed through. We all went to SHS together. When we went to SHS, I found another group. It's a group, you know. SHS, of course, there's SU group. So you belong to SU and the Empire Bo, Empire Bo, Empire Bo, Empire Bo. The compile was If you don't join that group, you may not be able to pray. Yeah. The first time I fell down, it was at such a meeting. My tongue was shaking. Gibberish was coming out of my mouth. And we had fasted. If they had not said we should fast, 
You understand? But it was a special program. So we fasted and we we're praying every night. And you see, in a group, you see people are striving harder than you. It doesn't make you despair. If it makes you despair, then it's a devil is speaking to you. If you see in the group, people are striving, you then strive. Do you understand? You also, you let that spare you on. You let that encourage you. So you also begin to strive. So people were moving. Hey, Charlie says, Christos, <laughs> Hmm. So we're in that group. Then I had a different down to where five, five in that group. It was a group of extra classes. A group of extra classes. Again, the our friend Samuel Egan, he went in a different direction. Actually, he didn't do science. So he went in a different direction. So again, myself, Pastor Timmy. And then there was this guy called Charles Ribeiro. There was another one called Asiedu. And then there's another one, Kwesi Swansi. Kwesi Swansi. Hey. And you know, I was working in the school with my Enikain. I've told you this before. I didn't know that SHS is extra classes. Yeah, extra classes. I thought as they are teaching, then you are learning. As they are teaching, then you are learning. As they are teaching, then you are learning. But you meet people and they know things in ways that, oh, so what do you do? Show me, sir. Like the guy that his friend went to find gold in the bush and said, take some. Say, no, show me. Let me go myself alone into the bush and also go and find my own. That's what you also say. You also then, as they say, extra class. Hey, people are going for extra. Then you also alone go and tear for yourself extra classes with teachers. No, you join the group. So me, I joined the group. That's when I discovered, sir, there were teachers in the school that I didn't even know about. But SHS is big. There will be teachers, like for example, physics teacher is not one. It's plenty. My class physics teacher is different from another class physics teacher. So I discovered a physics teacher is called M.K. Yabua. He, listen, he, all the physics definitions, they are in his head. He defines things, concepts like uh, a Jehovah Witness, <laughs> just saying things. <laughs> so, or Cassandra and I being the baby. Or defining waves. Or defining the event. You see, if it were not the group, how would I get to know that this man exists? Hallelujah. How would I get to know that this man exists? So group will help you discover things that you will never discover alone. So if you were walking somewhere, you thought you knew God, then you joined this group. Eh? Then you realize that, eh, at the end of the day, something you can't even read your Bible now. Before you thought say what the scriptures. <laughs> See, are there, you doubt yourself <laughs> because you joined a group that you get the scripture anymore. Hey, it's a group. Oh. Now, as you have been in the group that you get the scripture, who's also get the scripture? Hey, today I saw on Friday's status a certain Old Testament scripture. I said, hey, does this girl understand the scripture? Hey, because. It's, a scripture, it's those scriptures that if you don't know some correspondences and some things, you will not understand. But it's there. Maybe before you just quote from Romans and First Corinthians, Second Corinthians, but that is from Isaiah. Say, hey, like I was just happy because, hey, <laughs> and it's not a scripture from here. It's not from any of our messages, like recent messages. So, understand? Hey. Hmm. 
It's a group thing. You know. It's a group. So by the time you are picking up things, because in the group, certain things are made available. You don't go fishing. Somebody has it in the group. You benefit. You gain. You also get blessed by it. So now, even though you come here, and then say, hey, Charlie, scriptures, also also be scriptures, and I won't be able to do. Hey, especially when you also catch your type. Yeah, yeah, like, Hey, if I say anything that came into your head was foolish. But as you join the group, and wise things have been said over and over and over. Eh? Now, you too, wisdom can enter your head. Can you have some wisdom that you know, you spy yourself that this wisdom has entered. And it's not like you remembered it from memory. You see, the one that you pick from memory is that you know that you were told. But it's like some wisdom can come to you, some understanding can come to you. You know, God has opened your eyes. Has it happened to you before? And you spy yourself, say, hi. Ah. <laughs> it's a group. It's the group. It's a group. When you were in a different group, you, you were in a different group, isn't it? When you were in that group, what was in the group is what you were participating in. True or false? Yeah. So if the group was a carnal group, you find that even in your attempt to be spiritual, you are becoming carnal. That's how it is. That's how it is. The group is a key thing. It's a key thing. The moment you begin to isolate yourself, you have been marked for an attack. You'll be weak. You'll be weak. So it's me and God. <laughs> no. You see, God works with an army, isn't it? Yeah. So this group, oh, we discovered a man called Osibo, chemistry teacher. That's when, for the first time, I went for extra classes and we don't copy notes there because the teacher said it's a waste of time. So all our notes were printed. Today, yeah, yeah, organic benzene, yeah, crap, hey, notes, no. Yeah, 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 cool. Hey, possible. So we're sitting, he's talking, Charlie, and we are being blessed. So I was like, hey. so as I was, and I discovered this group in second year. So first, as I was walking there, thinking that, I was pushing, I was pushing you because I, I was still not bad. I was actually very good. Okay, I placed second in my class. So I thought, hey, then you're bad. But, sir, there's a group that some things are available there. Some people do things during vacation. In vacation, I go and sit down in the house. I'm telling you, you see, listen, I know my weaknesses. And that's why I like a group. Me, I can zero in into one thing and stay on that one thing forever. And I don't mind doing it. For instance, one of those people, a teacher can give an instruction and I'll follow the instruction and the teacher will get angry with me. Yes, sir. Because the instruction, the teacher expected that other things, but as I heard that instruction, I, that's the only thing I knew. You understand that? But in a group, you find that, hey, there's this thing, there's this thing, there's this thing. So, to me, it was a blessing. I tell you, I don't know what I would have done. It was in that group that I discovered that, oh, even, sir, you can write 
there was before your time. So then of deck, you can write it. And it was in the group. It was being spoken about in the group. You understand? It was being spoken about in the group. We used to go for the extra classes. We'd be, we'd, they would come and sit somewhere. And we'd talk, and then we'll go home. Come and sit somewhere. We'd talk, and then we'll go home. And it was in that group that I discovered. Who even brought I think it was Pastor Tim who brought it up. Because Pastor Timmy's father works in a place called Workers College. That place, people do remedials there a lot. Yeah. So he said his father is thinking of registering. I said, then they should register me too. Yeah, that's That's when we it's in the group that I discovered stories of some and some of our seniors who had written some. In the group. You see, this is an important thing that a person must know. Do you understand that? You think that if it is important, then as an individual working somewhere, you should find it. No. Then your step is to find your group. In that group, you will discover the things that will help you develop as a person. Anyone who develops to their full potential will have to do so in a group. That is why at times, I sit here and I look at us, some of us, and the devil attack us so that we become disillusioned and we don't feel like we belong. We are offended, something, and then we feel like separating ourselves. You are a target. And normally these things, they end in a certain way. That is why no matter your legitimate reason for being offended, for the sake of the benefit of group, you must throw away the offense. Because the more you separate yourself from the group, the more you lose many of the things that, hey, it was in a group that I discovered past questions. It's like me that I didn't know anything. <laughs> it was in a group. It was in a group that I discovered that if you solve past questions, you pass the exams. It was in a group. It was in a group. I mean, past questions, because when JHS past questions, it was, they sold it to us, so we just saw, saw past. It was like, oh, you are preparing for exams. No, but in a certain group, this group, this group that I'm talking about, we solve past questions from beginning of our lives. Yes, and so if you solve past questions when exams is coming, no, we will solve past questions from the beginning after every talk because extra classes that will come in. Who we are, Pasco, who we are, questions. Your teacher is pulling questions, referring you to questions, and it's past questions. It was in the group that I discovered it. It was in the group. Please, you understand that? What you need, you find it, it's with somebody in your group. Doesn't come if you are in a group and what you are looking for, the group does not subscribe to it. Leave the group. Like, for instance, there are some things that we will not give you here. You understand? If you are looking for some, kind of happiness, canal happiness, some kind of aquantre. You want your business to go on. You understand? Those things are not our main focus here. We, we want to change and become good people. And in that also, help others to become good people. You understand? So this is what we do. So maybe I said, you can come here, you are fed up with what you are doing. It means that that's not your group. At times, it may not be your group because you have not let some things go. So maybe your step is to let some things go. Because to join a group, you must give up some things in order to belong to that group. Do you understand that? It's true. Anybody who is in a group and is not willing to give up things that will allow them to blend with the group, they don't survive in that group. 
in a group, you give up things. So maybe that's what you need to do. Or if you still find that that's not what you want, then you walk out. Because a group is supposed to help you become what it is that you become. Sometimes you are fighting. You are fighting to become something. And you feel like you are not getting there. And you feel like, hey, what will happen? I want you to remember that you are in a group. Hallelujah. And there's supply in the group to push you. At times you want to even advance. Like You feel like on your own, you don't have energy. Enough energy to get there. But there are many things that I knew I couldn't get there on my own. But the group, the group, that's why we leave our dorms to go and learn. When we are going, we don't want to learn. But we left in a group. But if you went alone, but in the group, the group says we are going, so you also go. When you say, okay, your time has soon, so you leave with the group again. That's what group does. So it was there that we discovered that, oh, we could write. And at that time, we were already in the extra classes. We were able to finish many of the things and then went to write. Out of that group, four of us wrote, one didn't think he should write. Out of the four of us that route, three of us came to the university with it. Like when we finished, now we came. You see, and maybe you see someone say, "Hey, hey, wow!" It was just a group. I mean, that I didn't even know it was possible. It was just the group. And when we were preparing for the exam, we learned together. We learned together. We we're all together learning. So you learn what you're learning. You go and see what your friend is also learning. Then you come and learn that one too quickly. Or you tell your friend to tell you what they are learning. Do you understand? Yeah. And this because I learned this. When I came to first year, that's how I survived. Group work. Exams. I tell you, go to group meeting and you don't know anything. And some of us, we are blessed to catch things there and then. You see, so you tell her, we are just there. Yeah. Question one, then we, the answer is the question. When we go, it comes. The answer. Wow, group work. Well, we've not learned anything. When you don't even have anything to offer and you are in a group, the group will drive you. How much more when you have something to offer? One of my greatest groups that I joined was the one I joined when I came to the university. It was called Ghana Methodist Students Union. You see, you... <laughs> no... And that, this, that is where I want to talk to us about serving God. Let me tell you, when I came to the university, I always thought in my heart, even when I was in, I said, hey, I want to, if I get out, preach. But Charlie, your life is not good, so you are shy to preach, do you see? So SS to Charlie, we're not part of the spiritual people were there. The Before we even knew how to be spiritual, some people had already become spiritual. It's a group. Oh. Some people were in some groups before they even came to SHS. So they were already intense. But oh, when I go to university, all my serving God that I did, majority of my serving God that I did when I was on campus, I did it in the context of Ghana Methodist Student Union. You understand that? Yeah. That's how interesting it is. By the time I was finishing school, I was a strange guy. But it was all in the context of Ghana Methodist Student Union. So if you want to serve God, but you have not yet appreciated that it is in the context of a group. 
and that what God has given to us to do in his kingdom, it is group work. Group work means that there is what I can do, there is what you can do, there is what the other person can do. And for the work to succeed, everybody, everybody, let me tell you, before the Lord told me to teach you these things and to bring these things up, the discussion that was up, let me put it that way, or my consideration was the fact that it is impossible to carry this vision that God has given to us alone. It is impossible. I was telling the pastors, one day I was organizing myself to come and preach. And then Pastor Kampa had, is it a dream or a vision? Yeah. He called me and told me. And it was such a blessing. And the summary of it was that this is why you cannot do what you are doing alone. Because actually what he said, uh, it, it supplied a certain energy that I needed. Please you understand that? It supplied, I'm telling you, it is too difficult to work alone. And it is almost impossible to do anything worthwhile alone. So what the Lord is showing us is so that we will do great, because it is only in a group that we do great things. It is only in a group. Some of you have not yet come to terms with the fact that we need what you are going to supply so that God's work will increase, so that God's work will advance. The kingdom of God, you are not coming Maybe you feel like you are so insignificant, but it's not true. And the way to discover yourself as to what you are doing is to find the right group to belong to. And my right, for me, my right campus group was Gamsu. In a group, there are things that you'll be exposed to. One of them is leadership. One of them is leadership. One of them is leadership. Because in a group, in every group, there's leadership. That's how God's kingdom works. Even in heaven, there's leadership. There's leadership. There's division of labor. There's leadership. There's oversight. One of the things you discover in a group is leadership. Do you know what leadership is for? Inspiration. Inspiration to stir you up to become something. Why? Because normally leadership must be blessed with vision as to what people can become. That's what qualifies you to lead the people because you lead the people for their sake. Is that okay? Yeah, it's for their sake. So leadership must be blessed with vision. So in a group, you come into contact with leadership. You can't come into contact with leadership outside a group. You can't. Anyone who is going to be something must be inspired to become that thing. A group makes leadership available to you, gives you opportunity to contact such inspiration. Because in a group, there will be people who are ahead of you, who are doing what you feel in your heart that you have been called to do, who know God in certain ways that you don't. And because of that, you can be inspired by their example. You can be inspired by what they have to say to get to where it is that God wants you to get to in a group. And I was exposed to leadership. Oh. I met Papes. I remember when I came, I was in Conti. In front of Conti, I was with my elder sister. At the time, she was already on campus. And we're there, and then one 
Gamsu Papa, I think he was a national prayer board chairman. He was passing by. Yao Anochi for He's a reverend minister now. And then this my kid brother say, mm. <laughs> Charlie, say national prayer board. Wow, national prayer board. Say, come to prayer board Sunday evening. If I was sitting in Gamsu National Prayer Board meets this and every Sunday at, at Africa Hall Chapel, 7.40. If I was sitting just in Gamsu, and then they are now, I wouldn't have gone. But leadership. I said, come. I think before I attended a Gamsu service, I had gone for prayer board meeting. There. Hey, prayer board was a gathering of anybody that would be anything in Gamsu. The other side, anybody that would be anything in Gamsu was in prayer board. So when you went for prayer board, Gamsu president is there. The assistant president is there. Everybody, that is something. So it's like purpose and then some few others. That's where they gather. You gather inside the, the mist. You know mist. Because the place... No proper ventilation. No, but if you enter a place that you are praying like that, you think that you continue to pray like, dear Lord, we come to you this morning. No. You'll be exposed to some kind of example. And you'll be drawn in that direction. Hmm. Prayer board. Thank God for prayer board. Then we're there, so National Prayer Conference. I said it was in a certain see how oh camp. See how God has met you. It was in a group. We said camp. And there was a vision that God wanted to help us this way. Hallelujah. Gamsu conference, Winniba. We went. Prayer Tower. That's when we went to join Prayer Tower. So the conference, we didn't know what was going on. We're in a group praying somewhere. So you see, so let's pray for one hour. <laughs> Alan, we are keeping long in the prayer. We are keeping long. Look, I was in a group. So at the national conference, I joined the group. The group was led by, oh, a guy, Ufri. Is that how they call it? Ufri. This guy. He was leading the prayer group. So we went to church. That's when myself, Pastor Stanley Foster, Wilhelmina Daniels, Inoktama Jekum, <laughs> Sam Squad, we're in the prayer group. Hey! Charlie? You see, when you are in a group, eh, the bars are set. You see, the bars are So you have, you then have to push. If you are not in the group, you, you'll be okay with your normal self. You'll be okay with your normal self. Ew, I pray for 15 minutes, it's okay. No. So when we started joining prayer groups, this was the kind of prayer group we joined. Though. So that you are now joining a prayer group. And this is the one that you want to join. This one, we went to the place at 8 o'clock. It was in a certain church. Separate from the program. We are praying into the program. <laughs> so separate from the program. Then we pray at like 12, 12.30. 12 
And then that would be when the morning session would have ended. Then they would go and eat. So we also go and eat if we are not fasting. You understand? Because at many of them we are fasting. So the conference was how many days? Three days. When there the day before. I think we are fasting throughout. So as they eat, they will go and rest. So it's the evening eating that we ate some. Hey. So they raise prayer topic. Then we all disperse. In the prayer camp, raise prayer topic. We all disperse. Then you go and pray. Hey. For like one hour. One prayer topic. Then you'll be there and then you hear the sound you've been waiting for. It means that we should come back. <laughs> because Charlie, man, tire. <laughs> you come back for another, at least now you can talk. Because, no, some of you, this way, some of you break away from the group. The group says you are praying. Some of you say, ah, I'm tired. So you just break up. Well, how are you dealing with the group? You stay. So we, I'm sure if we were to follow us, the first 10 minutes will be done. But you look. And then this guy that is leading us is standing at one spot. You go there, the whole place is wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the Peter Priest. Is it that? <laughs> so the sound is going forth. <laughs> so you want to be that you look at inspiration. Say, no, let's continue. <laughs> it's, and for me, that was one thing that because there were people in the group too that will still ah, we are tired, we are tired. These people are special people. No, that's not how you deal in a group. In a group, whatever standard is set, you must also meet that standard. You must see that as it is set for the group, you also are able to get to that standard. That's how you deal in a group. So we pray. They will lose our voice. Then we'll be praying. So the conference ended. Then we came to second year. By that time, I had made friends. We came to second year. Then the same damsu size, the same damsu national prayer conference. Climbed there. It was damsu that took me to the mountain first, uh, Atria. Hallelujah. Atria, it was damsu that took me to the mountain first. I didn't even know that there was something called Abyssia Mountains. Like, I didn't even know that there was anything that existed like that. But he said, we will be going to Akira this Christmas vacation, National Prayer Conference. And then I had my sister ahead of me. So she had gone for the first ever prayer conference. So I went for the second one. He was telling me things that happened. And people were delivered from certain things. So we joined the chariots <laughs> and then we went. From that time, we kept on going for prayer conference. Till then, see, I started by being a member of the prayer conference. You understand? Like, I was going for prayer conference. Then I became a committee member in the prayer subcommittee. So because the prayer conference, we are organizing it. People have to pray into the prayer. We started from Kaya, Kaya. So anytime we were constituting prayer group, we were part. So prayer subcommittee in the prayer conference committee. <laughs> yeah. So we're inside. So we used to meet every week to pray into prayer conference. 
goal every week. Agenda, prayer conference, that people will be blessed. That people will be blessed. That people will be blessed. I think my next prayer conference, I was in the prayer subcommittee. So I went for the first prayer conference. The next one, I think I was in third year. No, yes, I had now entered third year. So third year, Christmas, I was in that prayer subcommittee. And that was the first time I led a meeting at prayer conference. It was the opening prayer. I led opening prayer. <laughs> I led opening prayer for about 45 minutes. Hey, if you know this opening prayer was not... <laughs> no! When they put you in opening prayer, I am not the blue. Oh! This is not like I turned it into 45 minutes. That was the norm. That's like opening prayer, like 45 minutes. So I remember... I was holding a megaphone. See, see, I, I can stand for and, and do many things. In a group somewhere. That's what we're doing. If I were to gather people to stand before them, who will I be even practicing on? Like, imagine there at that time, who, if it was not that I was in a group that had a setup and was on a mission, and because of that, I could find my place in that mission and also work. Where will I stand with a megaphone to lead plenty of people from all over the country, Legon, UDL, everywhere, and I'm leading opening prayer? How will it happen? The group is like a machine. You see, some of you have no respect for this group, and that is why you will not know what God has called you to do. Yeah. You don't need a prophecy. You don't. You don't need to be prophesied to about your purpose. I'm not saying join the usher. No, no, no. You see, there's a, you see this camp. I'm t- what we are looking for is the spirit, what it is that God is trying to do. Do you understand? That is what the church of God is, is about. The church of God is about being changed and factoring into God's plan. Every church. I don't believe that there's a church with a special purpose. What the church needs to do is to be a true church. If you're a true church, there's the church at Antioch, there's the church at Ephesus, there's the church in Jerusalem. Simple. And this is the church of God. We are grouped. Huh? We are grouped under leadership. And our aim is that through the established group, we will find our individual rules and push that simple agenda that heaven will be connected with the earth once again, that men may be changed once again. Whatever our hands will find to do to contribute to that agenda, we'll do it. That's in the group. Then a general tool that everybody must have, which then you also obtain from the group, is how to give an answer to anybody you meet out there and how to organize that person to also join a group. You have not succeeded, listen, you have not succeeded in helping anyone if you don't help them to join a group. That's why many of your efforts, it will fizzle out. I'm telling you, it's a group. It's a group. Or you don't think so? You preach to somebody, like, oh, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. Allow the person to be walking alone. There. You find that when you are attacked, so if you you can even just travel. I talk to international people a lot. That's one of the difficult. That's why we I meet them almost every weekend, because 
<laughs> you're hiding in Korea. <laughs> Only you. <laughs> Where is your friend, your kindred spirit? When you wake up and you have a vision, you know if you don't have someone to tell your vision to you, you don't end up consolidating your vision within your own heart. So don't tell anybody your vision. They don't understand what is going on. They don't. At times, you even need inspiration. You don't have anybody around you. At times, you just even need somebody's similar story to know that you are not the only one going through such a thing. Because the devils are beating your mind, convincing that you are the special case, and it's because you are not correct. But you find out that, oh, Oh, this person suffered a similar thing and has come out. Then means that I can also come out. This person went through this, even still going through it. So then it means that I'm not alone. I'm not the only one that such things before. I imagine you are in Vietnam. You see, you're in Vietnam. You need a group. How do you establish a group in Vietnam? Do you get it? How? But you know, if you belong to a group, that group can spare you on, can spare you on. Look, I'm telling some of you, even some of you in leadership, if you were not in a group, no, you couldn't even believe that such a thing was possible. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You feel like, oh, I want to be something, I want to be something. But it's in the group. I'm telling you. It's a group. It's always a group. It's always a group. It's always a group. That's one of the places that I discovered I was anointed. That's why I discovered I was anointed. That opening prayer. <laughs> That's when I even realized that I don't fear like crowd. Actually, it was in such places that Gamsu people realized that I could be prayer secretary. Group. Huh. Let me tell you what happened. I led the prayer meeting, led the prayer meeting, led the prayer meeting. And rather, we're going. We're going. And I, I prepared. I prepared. <laughs> I prepared. Oh, it was in a group that I found one of the most important people I met in my life. He was in a group. He was in the same Gamsu group. My sister's husband. He was called at that time Farouk Ahmed Gamel. It was in the Gamsu group that I found him. Hmm? I had a notepad full of sermons, and they had marked it. They've marked it. So every time when I read my Bible and say my Bible, I should write a sermon out of it. So I'll send it, and then he'll go through it, underline something. Mark said, you should have said this one here. This one you should have explained. This one you should have explained. And I'll take it away. Then the next one, I'll bring again. The next one, I'll bring again. It was in a group that I found something like that. In a group. Some of you, you are being shepherded. They give you assignments because you have no respect for the group. And you don't think that, actually, so you are crying to God for something. But what will facilitate it is the group that God has put you in. But you have no respect for the group. You do not appreciate that this is a divine placement. So you are crying for things. All that you need to do is to focus and stay and follow the directions that come. That after that prayer meeting, oh, I said, 
So as we begin, so this was to begin the prayer conference. So like when we have climbed the mountain in the evening, we do the opening prayer. I said, I leave you with one word. One word for the prayer conference. You know, said, how can I even talk like this? We are just came. You understand? But I saw a papa talk like that. And I was like, oh, if you are leading people, that's how you talk. Said, oh, no, no. Where would you find the examples of you? See, I want to be this. But I do. But example is walking by you, up and down. But you, you have sold your mouth, ting, ting, ting. <laughs> thinking that you and God are best friends. And if anything, God will show you. Examples are walking by. Examples are walking by you. So, I said, I'm leaving you with one word. I said, persevere. That's the word. I said, persevere. And you know what happened? The whole place was persevere. Everybody, at least that I could hear, everybody said persevere. It's, like, it's not like I said, repeat after me, persevere. I said, I'm leaving you with one word. Persevere. When I said, they whispered, they muttered it, persevere. And I was like, when I finished, come and see. Come and see. Hey, because some people saw me previous prayer conference. I was in some big sweater, like sweater, big one. But we, we had made up our mind that we won't bath. You see, that's. <laughs> so, so in the group, there were groups. Yes, in the group, there were smaller groups. Smaller, drastic guys. It was a group of us who said, myself, Pastor Stanley, Foster Yako. We said, this place, as we have come three days, if we do, we have to buy. You're not going to chase water. You have to wipe yourself. So three days straight. We came to bath, so we bathed before we climbed the mountain. The next bathing was at home. <laughs> so I seen some sweater, and the sweater was long. Praying, they said, they said, we should get up, then we get up. When the one leader person pray, keep praying, then we increase the distance. Because you said, you say, keep praying, then you are there, keep praying, then you are there. No, when, the one leading us was important to us. Say, so keep praying, then we keep praying. So we are about getting tired. We feel like the one saying keep praying is God telling us that keep praying. So we push further. We push further. When they say today they, we have an extended time, we understood that God wants us to have an extended time today. It's a group thing. If they are leading us, then at least they should come with something from God to teach us. And so far as it is not against the scriptures, we are moving. And that's where we found things. It was it when when they say today we are doing it, people were murmuring, murmuring, murmuring. The only way we, we used to go, we used to fast the whole period. I've told you this before. And we're enjoying it. We're finding today. So people are have will have so much issues. Then it turned into something else. But that's that's how we followed. So one thing says persevere. And somebody can say, Hey, I saw you last year. Hey, Charlie. Then somebody will come. Somebody will come. Then I realized I know. Because in a group, you find encouragement. Yeah, yeah. At the time you, you do other things, only you know that is what Then you start doubting that is what But at times, when others also see that, Charlie, it's powerful. 
It helps you. It encourages you. Then he became prayer secretary. He was in a group. Some of you are here because when I was prayer secretary, he said, I touched your lives, isn't it? My point is that there was a setup that allowed that to happen. The point is that we should touch lives, isn't it? We should bring transformation to people, isn't it? There's a setup that allows that to happen. There was a setup. He went for size. It was in a setup. They said, Evangelist, we are giving you towns, different towns. We went for size. Where did we go to? Draw Bay. Before then, we had gone for several sites. You see, by the time we got to the Drobe size, I was a master size man. And do you know how I got there? Through other previous sites. I went for size second year, third year. We, every size we went. Of you went to, into the system. You never went for one size. Or you went for one and you didn't go again. Because what happened? Something went to buy bite you. <laughs> At times, uh, that's like um, what betides you uh, if you meet a canal group. You are dead. Because some of us, the group that we met, if something bites us at size, we say glory to God. Oh, yeah, like we too, something has bitten us and we're trying to do God's work and it bit us. Glory to God. But you see, if you can meet a certain group, say, hey, this is not a conducive place for people. So that does it. Some of you, that's your problem. You are Dada B's because you met a Dada B group. So we met Charlie. Hardcore. So the purpose you came to meet smelled good. They smelled good. Like nicely, they smelled good. So for the purpose we met, they had scent on them. You know, scent. Body odor. See, body odor purpose were different. I'm telling you. You see, a do one way to do one way or smelling good now, always looking sharp now. Why we need shoes? You came to meet suit, you came to meet suit purpose. We we met Lacoste and oh yeah. And there's a difference. There's a difference. I'm telling you, you would think that, oh, am I saying that people should smell? No. I'm telling you that we met people who cared more about God than just their their outward appearance. Hmm? Your purpose. That's why the Christianity, see, the group that you, you meet. Some of you find that's weird, and it's because you met some people. You understand? Yeah. The group that you meet. So th those were our purpose. Wild purpose. <laughs> Charlie? Like people that, you see, those that we met, all that they were doing was that, you see, you see, I told you, there were times I had not been home for many months. Because we met people that had not been home for many years. <laughs> like, people that didn't even have home. Like, they were just, like, their home was there, but they were just from here to here, from here to here, from here to here, in service of God in Gamsu. So that's why it could be normal for us that we have not been home. Yeah, I could pick up my bag and leave the house for prayer conference. Because the next year, I was, before I was prayer subcommittee member, then I became prayer subcommittee head. So we said, we are going for, we are meeting at Repo. We are going to prepare. You see, prayer conference, we come a week before. You understand? We come a week before. And we pray, Charlie. We pray. We pray, then we just eat. Then we'll be fasting. 
Yezio. So I picked my bag that I'm coming to Kumasi because prayer conference happened. At that time, my father had come back to the country. He was going back on the 31st December. I picked my bag 28th December that I'm coming. My father asked me, do you know I'm going 31st? I said, yes. And you are going? I said, yes. I said, hmm. Okay. <laughs> so I went. Do you know how, how I could do it? Because I had seen people who would not let anything stop them. I was in company. See, I think when you are picking a drastic move, eh, you know others are picking similar moves. There's strength in that. There's strength. I'm telling you. When you are taking a step for God, you know others are taking steps for God. When you are moving for the sake of the kingdom, you know others are also moving for the sake of the kingdom. So it's like, there's a feeling that even though you are the one taking the step, you are a group still. Even though the people are not there, but you feel like, well, you, they even come to mind at times. That, there's that feeling. When I got to come, he called me and blasted me, blasted me, blasted me. I was like, okay. So I just left it. But I did it and I'm happy I did it. It taught me something. Taught me something. Taught me something. So we kept on. All in Gamsu. It was in Gamsu. Me, where I was coming from, they didn't let me do much in the house. So me, I was just there. I was, yeah, me, I was last born. So people, plenty of people were in the house all the time. Yes. Things like pounding fufu. My palms will become blister right now. Like those things, washing bowls. Really, all the things you did were to wash your own clothes. Even that one, it was as I grew. And that's all. Clean your room. And then, yeah, clean the hall. Now, even now, at times there's someone to do it. But it was in Gamsu that I, I used to climb bars. Then we'd go and carry. It was prayer conference. It has to be organized. So we'd be climbing bars, throwing mattress. Then we're arranging mattress, throwing mattress. Hey! That's when I, I learned not to. Bibi be your time. Be like, no, no, no. I said, where I was coming from, it's like, you're just some, you don't know the world kind of this, but it was in the group. It used to excite me, like we are climbing the bus. So we'll be standing on top of the bus. When we are parking the machine, then we'll be there. The, when we were young in it, see, that's the thing in the group. When we were young, we went to bring the mattress from the room. Like we go to Mansell. Do you know Mansell? Yeah, we used to pick mattresses from there. So we are the ones that would go inside. Then we would be seeing if we can pick four, we can pick five, we can pick, then some would be picking one. You understand? Like, so, so we are, yeah, we are happy with ourselves. Then as you advance, you are the one standing on top of the bar. You understand? That's how it is. There's always work for you in the group. Hallelujah. Not necessarily official work. The group is always about something. It's starting a course if the group is listening to God. There's work for you. If you will listen, you will hear the voice of God instructing you about your own work. You hear the voice of God. But in the same Gamsu, there were people who used to come to Gamsu. Yes, Pastor Wendy Muniadina no Muba Gamsu. Yes, but they never stepped at size. Eh? Nobody used to come to Gamsu. You see, you know, in the, it was in the group Gamsu, I realized when you close from church, you don't go. 
you don't run away and go. Because I saw the inspiration people, my inspiration, that's what they did. When they closed, see some people, there's bars in there. Yes, when they close, they are in the bus, then they go. No. no. It was in the group that I realized when you close, you just stay around. You just stay around. You just stay around. Then they'll be parking something, you park some. They'll be doing this, you do some. Then by the time almost everybody is gone, then you also go. It was in the group. It was in the group that I discovered. But there are people who still walk down, who still run away. That's what was in my mind when I was on campus. I never understood why people sat in the bus and went to their hostel after church. I never understood it. I never understood it. When you have opportunity to walk, we, we used to walk, so we pick a car and come home. From old London to our hostel, we are five, six, we are walking and coming. That walk, <laughs> you have opportunity to walk in a group. You sit in the car, or in the car too, you are moving in a group. <laughs> you sit in a car, in the car, you are going to a hostel. No. We left together, we walked to come through Conti, come through uh, faculty, through the back there, engineering gate, and then we'll go to our hostels. It was in the group that I realized that. It was in the group. You know what you find out when you don't go early? <laughs> That's the thing. Do you know what you find? Association. Yeah. Do you know the group? When, when we started working in the group, you see, in the group, in the group, there's, even in the swap, there will always be somebody who is leading. When we started working in the group, we were behind. Yes, and then papa, then we are amongst them as children, <laughs> and we are also going. Yes, and so we're in the and then they'll be saying things, they'll be sharing things, they'll be sharing experiences, they'll be talking about gums work, they'll be talking about difficulties in the work, they'll be talking about things that they've done, they'll be talking about what is about to come, they'll be talking about they'll be sharing scriptures. Oh, we're just there. We're in the, those groups are till we're the ones sharing the scriptures and chatting and moving to the group, walking. Yeah, I didn't sit in Gamsu bus to leave church before, throughout my six years on campus. Never. We walk and go home. Or your legs will pain you. It's a group thing. You see, you see how even simple thing, if I, hey, but this one, no, that's what that's what those who are group oriented. That's what they are always looking for the group to move within the group. It is better to move within a group than to move alone. And majority of the time, the group is your answer. Majority of the time, what you are praying for, the help you are praying for, the trigger that you are looking for from God, it is within some directive that God will give in the group that you will gain that. It is within it. Tell your neighbor group work. So we did many things in the group. And we rose in the group. We rose in the group. We rose in the group. So I told you, the drawbisa, we went for size upon size with purpose. Have you been to size with purpose? We went for some size. I went for some size. I was just, I didn't even know that, hey, size, hey. 
my first group leaders for size, it was called Farm One. E, and the assistant group leader, they used to call him Aproka. Hey. You see, this is what you find in the group. Oh. That's what some of you, 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 even your SHS, you went, you just, and then you left. You have to find out those who have come and gone. Yes, because that's the group. That's, that's what, that, if you can be affected, you, you'll be different. I'm telling you, you'll be different. Those that are not affected by a group, after some of you, I see your face, I know that you, you won't do much. Not that you have not been called for much. This is your life that you are living. And you see, separation from the group is not just an action. It's a mental state. It's a mental state. And it's always that you find somebody in the group to help you. You find somebody in the group to lead you in a certain way. You find somebody in the group to... It's always within the group. But breaking from the group is a mental state. Offense. Divisions here and there. Somebody hating on another person. Somebody angry with somebody. Somebody... So then you say, when then the demons want to stop God's work... One of the easiest ways to do it is to create divisions amongst us. But if there's division, who you will benefit from is who you are against. Who you will learn from is who you think is some way. Who will encourage you is the one that don't call a lie. Who, who will help you along the way is the one that you are too proud to consult. That's the reason why even those who marry and their beloveds are able to, for a period, take them away from the group. They, they go down spiritually. Anybody, if, you, if your own didn't happen like that, tell me. If your beloved took you away from the group mentally and all your focus was now the woman or the man, if you did not go down in your spiritual development, put up your hand. It will happen like that. It will happen like that. You find yourself again when you reintegrate into the group that God made to help you. So I'll be observing from afar. Kwame, afar and inside, is there a difference? Good. That's even an afar person whose heart is in the group. Now you there, you have the chance to be in the group, but you say you are going to now observe from afar. You are... <laughs> see, I'm trying to get you to rethink the way you see you belonging to a group of God's people. Because if there is an assignment for your life, my assignment is connected to yours. Your assignment is connected to another person. So we are connected. It's like, you see how soldiers work? In the army, the best of friends eh, are those in the same group. You have your leader. Maybe they dispatch your, your group to go and do something. Your squad. They, they are the closest of friends. So you see, a friend is made for adversity. Eh? We struggle together. We are trying to oh, I belong to another group. That group, <laughs> still in the Gamsu group. <laughs> in the Gamsu, there was another group. That group, where then, then they mentioned our names, that Farouk Ahmed Gamel wants to see us after church. Say, hey, yeah. like, oh, yes. when we started, when the list, they don't mention our names. So which one are? So this, where, where, what are they going to do? Is it by some of you, your women should say, hey, this is for nobody minds you. No, you have to seek to also in the future to have your name mentioned. But they seem to be going to do something special. 
or we we are too naive. We we need it. No, if we need it, I show working. <laughs> Just show working. If you show working, we know that this is another style, and this one works. Do you understand? But if you don't show, there's no working to show. How are you confident that we meet in a team? How are you confident? Hmm? So they mentioned our name. Then went. <laughs> we couldn't wait for the service to end. Charlie Farouk, he had then become national prayer secretary. They called us. We went. Said the Lord has put it upon his heart to pray for revival in the Methodist Church. So he wants to establish a group to be praying for revival in the Methodist Church. Myself, there's a lady called Princess Maima. Uh, Poland, a guy called Paulando. Hey, Paulando. He has been ordained into the Methodist ministry. Yeah, Paulando. Then there's a, a lady called Kalina, Kalina Nyami. Kalina. And if well, Mina Daniels was part, this group, hmm, we began to pray for revival. We prayed for two years every day in the week. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, except even at times when we started, when we go for GAMS meeting on Thursday, after that we meet and pray for revival into a Methodist church. After time we can pray and all that we are doing. Methodist church, revival, <laughs> Methodist church. We are crazy. Eh? That's how we got here. You that you are, we think, you think we are crazy. You, how, how far? How far? <laughs> My daddy's church. We prayed two years. We prayed that till everybody left. It was left with me. Because I was doing six years, Akito. So <laughs> that's how the group ended. Prayed for revival. And when the Osofu Farouk can't come, then Polando was in charge of the group. This guy. You come. Behind him, this hall. Moving up. Then you see, he was a bit smallish. So he could, then he's twisting his way somewhere. Hey! <laughs> you pray. You pray. So that was another group. Methodist Church. That's how come for me. Nobody can rise up and tell me I don't love the Methodist Church. You have no idea. You don't know what you are talking about. For two years, we are praying. All that we wanted was a revival. And we learned a lot. Eventually, when I started the revival, I wanted to see. I didn't see. Yes, but that process, I understood God. I understood the work of God. Actually, it was in that process that God showed me how a revival comes about. And I got to know that the way we wanted the revival, it will not happen. It was in that. Because if, look, if you are praying for revival, then that's when you hear that there's a book called Why Revival Titles, or Bombay Revival. They say, right, they will take the book, Leonard Raven here. Consume the book. Revival. 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 That group was powerful. Which group was I in before I came to this one? Okay, we're carrying things. So there's a group of kinds of you've not carried things before. You know, we used to go and carry that sign, that sign. They go for that sign. I found that sign there four, five. It was, hey. Hmm. The 
one prayer conference. When we descended, I didn't know. So descending, you pack the things from up there. And then you carry some. Some people will help you carry some. And then you bring it down to the foot of the mountain. Then the buses will be there. Plenty buses. So then people will join you. I didn't know that you don't have to leave. It was when I was in a group, a smaller group, that I discovered. So one day, I left. Then I discovered that when everybody leaves and is left with a group of people that normally don't have homes to go to. <laughs> See, there's that group. <laughs> they, they are not in a hurry to go home. Their home people have learned. Some of you, you are now battling with your parents. You have even finished university. They are ruling your life. You are in the university. They are ruling your life. It's because you have not been in some group. See, we are with people that they were not expected to come home. They are like, they, they, their parents had adjusted. So, and one, I left and I heard that this is what happened. So, next year, <laughs> we stayed. So, everybody, oh, won't you come and join them? Oh, there's one space. Oh, let this person go. <laughs> and you know those who, who are left behind? All those who are left behind were those who became something in Gamsu. I'm telling you. You think it's a. <laughs> there were those who were uh, Blue Benjamin Appa, uh, the one who handed over to me, Sam Prempe, uh, Atwada, um, my own brother, uh, Ostali, then the big ones, Woba Force. That guy is one of the greatest influences on my life when I was on campus. The first time I met him was leading a prayer meeting at prayer board. When I went to prayer board, he was co-opted member. That was the meeting that I vomited. I, you see, anointing can find something you have vomited. You are not, you are not the only person to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> so we, those were people who were like them. We, the last bus came for Imagine, we didn't just change the jama. We were also in the bus from the mountain to Kiel University campus. And we are not going home the same day. But by the time we come this evening, so we then come and sleep. And then the following day, we'll go home. Imagine what will happen. By that time, you're sleeping on your bed. You are even, you've started forgetting the prayer conference experience. <laughs> <laughs> and we came with the purpose in the bus. You understand? They were saying things. They were saying things. By the time we realize no, anointing things has entered the bus. But we arrive. Oh, I've missed those days. Charlie, these days everybody is interested in themselves and their spouse and their children. So, now that's prayer conference. The next time I went to prayer conference, yeah, that's when I was prayer group chairman, prayer subcommittee chair. Pastor Debbie was my secretary. We had it at Seku. That time I didn't do opening prayer. I did exposition on the theme. You see, I did opening prayer before. You understand? So someone else up and coming. That's how the, the group work works. Eh? Someone else did opening prayer. I don't know who did opening prayer. You did opening prayer. Ah, okay. Pastor Brian. Pastor Brian too was also coming home. <laughs> hey. So I did exposition on the, on the team. Those of you who were there, Charlie, ye preach, ye preach, ye preach, ye preachers, ne ye bumpire. Yanzan. Then so people started falling. Then you finish them. Hey. The next prayer conference, do you know what I was doing? 
as as main speaker. The same gums as main speaker. Do you see how it works? Yeah. Is it not life you are looking to touch? Group have a way of providing avenue to touch numbers that as an individual you will not be able to touch. Group. Group. Hallelujah. Group. So it's a group work. As I stand here, being your pastor, I have an understanding as to what it is that I'm capable of in this group work. Now, that's one thing about group work. Everybody must know what they are capable of, at least must have a feeling as to what they are capable of. I have an understanding. And it is clear to me that me, I cannot do what God wants us to do, except I am in a group of people. Anybody that knows me knows that every move I make, I gather a group. Even trivial moves, I gather a group. Because I'm very aware as to what it is that I'm capable of and what I'm not capable of. What I'm capable of there, I don't shy away from it all. It's my home. It's my office. I don't shy away from it. But what I'm not capable of too, I know. And what I'm not capable of, there are things that you are not capable of that you will never become capable of in the way that you feel like you could be. And it is because it is not your place. You may from time to time operate when it becomes necessary. But when somebody who is made for it comes, when somebody who is made for it comes, hallelujah, hallelujah. when somebody who is made for it comes, you know, I mean, because of that, I like to give way to those people. For instance, this ministry, as we are building, I know that it is not what I contribute alone that builds this ministry. They are what others are contributing. And if we will build what we are building, if we will be as influential as how God wants us to be, then everybody, because the moment you join a group, there is a place for you in that group. That's how God organizes even the societies in heaven. We are there because of likeness, and then we are there to also discharge a specific duty. In the discharge of the duty, we don't do the same things. We all don't do the same things. We do different things. But everything contributes. Hallelujah. There's a basic agenda that we push. Everybody's effort, one way or the other, everybody has been made for something. That is how group work works. Have you done group work before? You see, you can have different, they can share groups, and you can see that a certain group is gifted. Your group is not gifted. <laughs> have you seen that before? Hey! You said this group, hey! and then your group that me, I was very fortunate once to be, you see, some of us, where we are coming from, we are always unfortunate. You see, that's why we learn the importance of certain things. You see, if so you have belonged to very, very powerful groups, so you've done many things easily and you have not even realized that it's because of the group. Do you get it? But some of us, they share group. We are in the, yes, the do-it-yourself group. Only you have to do the work. But second year, second year is when you do rural study. Yeah, we, study, we did a study at Ahumaso. I was in a group. 
they put they put us in a group. The group had the leader, a Nigerian girl, Chinero. That group, it was a gifted group. We did our first presentation. They gave us redo. And now it was because of leadership. You understand? But I saw the gift. You know the redo and the next work, how we did it. And the group, people are gifted though. But you see, some of them lacked motivation. So you can have people who are gifted, but somebody will be the motivator in the group. You understand that? So you say, if these people were motivated and were made to see that they can do great things, but they are not. So I took the group leader and I became the group leader by force. Like on paper, this guy was the group leader, but on the ground, I became the group leader. You know how we did that way? We sat in one of the CCB, one of the classrooms there, overnight. Somebody can sketch, somebody can color, somebody can write. There was one guy whose handwriting was very nice, Selom. He, I think he's in the military now, an architect in the military, Kaku. Very nice handwriting, pa. And then I was sitting down <laughs> on the chair. No, 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 let me finish what I was doing. Let me finish what I was doing. I dictated everything we did on the papers. We, we had about 20 something papers. I dictated everything from my head. That's what I could do. I couldn't sketch my handwriting. It's not about, see, when you write for long, it, it gives you up. Some of us can have very nice handwritings when you are writing few things. But what shows that your handwriting is nice is when you, are, you must write a lot or during examination. You understand? Uh -huh. So some of us could write nice, but this guy. So I sat there. My point is that that was what I could do. When we went for this, I paid attention. And I knew what the lecturers were looking for. You understand that? Some of them relied on the paper, but the lecturers, they were looking for those. So we got an A+. Plus. We got an A+. Plus. Oh, the people believed. They themselves, they didn't know that this is what they, that's the thing about Grupo. We said, hey, do this. Hey, do this. So I was sitting down on those Akito desks. So, hey, do this. You to write this. Sketch this. Color it. Let's do this. Color it. Somebody should go and bring cut a bamboo and bring. Somebody should go to and cut a bamboo and bring. Bamboo. Just go and cut a bamboo. Do you know what to use the bamboo for? Presentation. So instead of a normal pointer that you use, the bamboo was our pointer. <laughs> when we got there, the lecture just started. <laughs> well, it was because of what we were doing. You see, we were doing a lot of natural resources and those things. So it was bamboo for our present. Somebody's work was to go and bring the bamboo. We got an A plus. From we do to A plus. Imagine, look at this. The same group that had redo, when we all rose to our potential. When we all rose to, we got an A plus. We, our work was standard. Our work was standard. Oh, that group it was it was nice. And me myself, as I was typing, some they felt me. Yeah, like as I was saying, the writers and the work was, they felt me. Yeah, so like you know, they felt like we feel you. Me too. I had felt them because hey, somebody who sketched something. Wow, somebody. I tell you, I was trying to say sketch the bike. You know, because you don't know how to sketch, you don't know, but they know. Yes, so by the time they bring it, that's what you wanted. So me too, I felt I, I just couldn't believe it. And there are those that went to buy food <laughs> and brought. No, 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 you think that it's not anything. It's something. Just because you are there. Have you done good that they left you alone before? 
And one that they didn't leave yellow, but they didn't do much, but they just were there. There's a difference. There's a difference. Because somebody say we sleep two hours, then somebody will be there to wake the person up. Group work. Group work. If I was the one made to sketch, I would have sketched something. But would it have been nice? Huh? Would it be nice? It would be something, right? Because everybody basically learns how to sketch. But it would be nice. That's the point. What you can do in God's work, somebody may attempt it, but it will not be exactly like how you would have done it. And the quality of it will not be like how it would have been if you had done it. That's it. So one of the things to stop God's work we, we learned resistance, isn't it? One of the greatest resistance is to prevent us from working in a group. That's one of the greatest uh, resistance. To make the people in the group disillusioned. To, not, to make them feel like they, 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 have, they should have an identity outside the group so that they, they, they should find something to do outside the group. No. If you are in a group that is meant to serve God. That is meant to push the, the work of God. If you are in a group that forms the church of God, what role that God has given to you as an individual, your purpose, is such that the group will make space for it. The group, being in the group, you will ascend to your purpose. Being in the group, you will find opportunities to discharge your purpose that you will not find when you are alone. You will not find. Some people think group is a limitation. Group is a multiplication. It is not a limitation. Group. Have you walked alone before? That's when the fact that you are limited becomes obvious to you. But before you walk alone, you find because you're alone, you take all the spoils. You take... <laughs> no. In a group, the spoils in the group that we have to share. When we share the spoils in the group, what individually we will get will be more than what you will gather alone that you don't have to share with anybody. Group is not a limiting factor. Group is not a limiting factor. You will be your best in the group. Anybody that broke away from this group, when they were integrated in this group, you find out that you were bearing fruit. Your fruit started drying up when you started not being inside the move. Your fruit started drying up. Group is not to limit you. It is not a limiting factor. It rather multiplies. It rather multiplies. And God wants to open our eyes. You see, this is not just an argument I want to make to you. It is a revelation that you must come to. It is an eye-opening experience that you must have. The importance of having a group. Felix, before you knew us, isn't it? But you are not really coming to church like you should, isn't it? These days that you have committed to come, have you made progress? Good. That is the point. In the group, before I'm sure you say oh, you are still serving God, you are looking for God, or you are, you are moving. But you see, in the group, it's different. Yeah. In the group. In the group. If you want to help somebody, integrate the person into a group. So, in all of this, my Gamsu experience, I credit my sister. If she had not come ahead of me, I don't know. It was in Gamsu I learned ministry. It was in Gamsu I started doing ministry. Everything was, you know, I was going into the Methodist ministry. I was going to be Reverend Minister. And I was proud of it. I was proud of it. It was a lot that I should do. 
So I didn't go. It was as simple as that. All within the group. All within the I discovered brethren for life within the group. Within the group. Tell them again, it's a group work. The group does not present a limitation. The group does not present a limitation on your abilities. It rather multiplies your abilities. So the work of the ministry, the priesthood, is a group work. The priests, they served in groups. They did not serve individually. One priest serving in the temple. They served in groups. Angels move in groups. If you need a particular thing, an angel that has that thing is the one that will come to you. There is not a know-it-all angel who does everything. If you are looking for something and the angel that came to give you the first thing is not the one that must give you that thing because he does not have it as he should. Another angel comes to do it. Angels minister in groups. So even your own development, it is God coming to you. He comes to you through different messengers. And their collective effort is what has brought you to this point. So if you are going to work for God, if we are going to take the land, it has to be through a concerted effort. A well-organized effort bringing all of us together with each playing their part. Supplying what it is that they, because group is also for grooming. So supplying what it is that they have through the group been groomed to become, everybody must supply. Then the work of the group can be achieved. That is how group work works. So if you are in this group, this group is not just to bring you up. It is also to give you a place to function. It is also to give you a place to function, to point you in a direction where you can function. To show you what you could be doing that will help the kingdom of God. And when you are shown, you will see. That's one thing that shows that the group here, we are connected. When it shows you, it will be in your heart. You will know that God is trying to direct you, but maybe you couldn't pick it like you should. But the directive that comes with the group will help you identify it. You are trying to discover what you can do, isn't it? To saying that, look into the group. Don't look at some of us when we are told we must become something, we must discover something because we've been taught to be independent. And that is how visions are destroyed. An independent minded person running with something. You, you won't get anywhere. Because we are independent minded, we are looking at us alone and what we do. That's when all your shortcomings come before you. Then you know you can't do anything. But if you must operate in a group, then another man's labor will be what you'll be reaping. And if you don't know how to lay a foundation, another man's work is to lay the foundation. Do you understand that? Another man's work is to lay the foundation. For instance, the one thing that I have to gather myself to do, like I push myself to do, is to talk to people that I don't know. 
But people that I know, I can talk to. Hallelujah. Yeah. People that I know, I can talk to. So even those days, when I used to mentor people, it was a group of us. Some of them, their work was to identify people that they thought could need help. Try to help them a bit and then get them in contact with me. That's what they did. That's what they did. Because for me, like I'll try, but somebody is gifted, more gifted at that than me. Somebody is more gifted at, at that than me. Even in natural things, I find difficult beginning a conversation. But it's powerful when you are working with somebody that knows how to begin conversations. You understand? Yeah. It's nicer if you have a wife who is like that, isn't it? All that you need is to get her in the room. So there are some places where you are going, you say, let's go. You are going to use a person. You understand? Because some, you can't do something. That's the point I'm making. So in, do you know what happens? In a group, eh, then you don't try to become everything because there's no time to become everything. But the one that you are, that you know is your strength, you spend more time to specialize there. And for me, I've had time to specialize eh, in what I do. In this, my role, what I do. And it's because I'm surrounded with, by people who do other things. Hallelujah. Who do other things? Who do other things? Who remind me about some things? But and because of that, I specialize. Imagine I was trying to become everything. Oh, no. Then I will not become anything. So it means that those that may take some steps for me huh, so that I can focus and become what it is that I must become. When I become what I must become, they will also then stand to benefit. Because then I will supply to them some things that they wouldn't have to go through what I went through to get. Because they too, they were going through something else. See, that's why you must understand about group work. Eh? So you will not look down on yourself. Because in, maybe in this group, what your standard is, is me. No, there's my calling. Get a standard. There's my calling. And because of my calling, I leave a lot of things that make this ministry work on them. Listen. I leave a lot of the things that will make what we are doing work, that will make us advance, that will make the work of God continue. I leave a lot of those things on them. And I do the work that I'm cut out for. Well, if you are working with me, the plans are here. You understand? The plans are here. So if you only believe, you find that we are moving according to plan. But I'm not administrative. At all. Anybody that works with me knows that I'm not an administrator. You think I'm an administrator? I'm not. I'm not. And I don't try to be. I try to be once. Then I realize I know it's not necessary. I just need somebody who is like that in my life. That's all. So I have people like someone like Mama D is like that. Pastor Kampa is not. Or you are, but I don't see. Or maybe I have to give you the opportunity to be. He's, a, he's not a. But I know someone like Pastor Brian is. Yeah. When the media people were joking with our work. You see, I knew what they needed in order to get a certain kind of result. But I didn't have the grace for it. You have to understand this. So if you think that when I send you to do something, it is because I don't have time. I can do it myself even better than you. Just I don't have time. No. Many times I don't have the grace for it. What Pastor Brian is doing with you, if I'm with you, it will be laissez-faire. Oh, yeah. 
If you are dealing with me and you don't take care, you may think that we are not doing anything. Because I take a lot of the things on my own. Like, it's here. So I sent him to you. So if you think he does too much, wait. <laughs> it is he's doing too much. That's why I sent him. He's, he's some way. That only Pastor Brian can be. Yes, and if you're here in the days, who said a woman? Like, you can't say, but then you are away. What's the expression for it? We'll be our brother, my sister. What's your poker day? Kakra, the baby. What the baby? We're good. So, whatever you do is one of the most principled law. Law, when you are out inside, you are in jail. Just like, because that is what I wanted. So that you stop misbehaving. Let me tell some of you, the only fight me I know how to fight is the fight I fight from the pulpit. When I meet you, I don't really fight. There's no in me. When I'm preaching, I preach to you. But when I must fight you face to face, boot for boot, I'll send Pastor Brian. Because he can fight you righteously. You understand? He doesn't need to change feathers. And some of you media people that you, are, you think that if I were the one, you'd have really dealt with me better. If I, what I am is what will solve the problem, I would have come. Sometimes you send somebody into your life, send the person somewhere. If only this other person, well, the person would have, been, would have done it better. No. Who is dealing with you now? So I hear some of you misbehaving. You are a fool. That's why you are behaving like that. You're a fool. That's why you are disrespected. And you think you have something upon which to stand to disrespect. When you grow up, you see. You see your foolishness. You see your foolishness. You think he has excesses. It is with all his excesses that I sent him to you. Me, I don't have excesses. You don't have excesses. What he can, you wait till he's done with you. Hallelujah. You will all be in line, dressed, your saddest well iron, moon to double lines. You'll be straight, straightened up. You, you'll, be, you'll be proactive in your thinking. Like, you'll be very detailed. You see, some things you want to gloss over, it doesn't allow you to gloss over it. It's like, oh, this one to let it go. I tell me myself, I'm saying, let it go. In my heart, I let it go. But I tell you, you let it go. So, you mean, if I were the one that would have allowed it to go. When I used to be the one to approve some of your videos, see, I, I let many things slide. In my heart, I said, no. I said, you let it go. But, yeah, son. <laughs> you know, media people, you think I should send Pastor Kamba. Pastor Kamba can't do that work. He does something else. Yeah, son. He does something. Why are you not coming to church? <laughs> <laughs> No, there's a spirit. There's a spirit. I was telling a headmaster that I wanted him to do something with the campus people. And what I, I wanted him to do, me myself, what he needed to do, me myself, I'm not like that. You understand? But there's somebody who says, I don't know, you know, it's Pastor Kampa. He would have been a good person to do what I, I want him. Do you know what my work is? My work is not to be able to do everything. It's to know what needs to be done and to know who is capable of doing it. I will specialize in that till even with my back facing you, I know what you can do. If I must become everything. And it's the same thing for you. So don't be like me. 
Maybe you can be another version. Whatever God is calling you to. Okay? It is you. And that is exactly what you... See, at times, some work can come. There's nobody. So you join a group of people to get some 60% in their work, and then you move on. Or those that you know can do it, when you ask them to do it, they won't do it. They won't do it. So... You know one of the reasons why I like you? Like I really do like you. Individually. It's because of what I know you can do that I can't do. I'm telling you. Whether I look at someone like their man. But I can't, I can't do it. I can't. I can't do what he does. Recently, I started discovering something that Dr. Hazard can do. And I was thinking in my head that, e, then you should hurry up and do it. You know, we lack many things as a group. If you really pick the spirit, and that's one of my responsibilities, to set the spirit, to show you the kind of heart, all those things. If you pick it, I don't even mind if you do things behind my back in this group. I don't need to know. Just pick the spirit. You can do, the people do things behind my back. And I find out later, I say, wow. I'm sure if I had found that, I would have stopped it. So I say, oh, powerful. So the time somebody picks a move behind my back and I also say, hey, then I should also do some. Then I do some. Yeah. What you can do, there's something. It's true. So that's what I like about you. I see the differences, like the diversity. I see even the same word in your heart. The same word that is my heart I'm preaching to you. I see the same word in your heart. If you are to run, your race will be a bit different, but it will still contribute to what it is that God is trying to do. So still contribute. You will see problems that I will see because you carry the solutions. You see certain rooms that I will not notice because I'm not cut out for such room. You are cut out. You see, so you think that in what I tell, no. Your eyes will open to things. See, for instance, we fall short in many ways as a group. But if you are not group-minded, you will know. But the moment you begin to look into it, your eyes will open to slots, gaps that have not been filled. Ella, there's only you can be something or issue. So when I look at your faces, and I'm thinking like, ah, if just you, you sitting here, you can come into your own. Albert, you can come into your own. If only you can come into your own. Hell is in trouble. Hell is in trouble. Hell is in trouble. If everybody could do what they believe God has set them out to do, if they could perfect themselves in it, not feeling inferior because somebody else does another thing. You see, that's one of the things I'm telling you. As you are praying that we are taking the land, as you are praying concerning priesthood, that you want to enlist into the priesthood, as part of your enlisting into the priesthood is an awareness of the collective priesthood. In other words, one sign that your eyes is being opened into the priesthood is that you become aware of what others mean to you in the priesthood. You know your work, but you see that this person's work is also necessary for your work. You know what you are doing. Even your approach, of you, you have an approach and you are so proud of the approach, you think that's the only approach that must be used. But you see that your approach will not work with some people. So I tell you, even dealing with somebody, you need to bring another brethren in. Because that brethren 
that other priest has something to offer that you don't have. At times it is possible you are not yet developed to have it. At times it is possible no matter how you develop, you will not meet it. There's a direction of development that will never come and meet some other role. So you stay your role. Even when it comes to gifts that God gives to us to be able to do the work of the ministry, there are some gifts you can desire fast for 70 days, you won't have it. You won't have it. You won't. Once you touch it, they say, ah, now you operate. No, it was that time in three years. You just do that one. And you may never even do it again, especially if somebody who is capable, who is cut out for it, comes. So if there is a group, just like in every group work, if there is a group, and just a few people are group-minded, you find that those people are doing too many things. So the one that is sketching is also the one that is writing, and it's also the one that is pasting. Yes, but if those other people in the group, if they will now see their role, then one that writes will focus on writing and write it better. That's how the body works. The body. We are members of the body of Christ. We have our roles in the body. No member is the same as the other. And what every member has to contribute is necessary for what the body must do. Tell me about group work. The group is more important than the individual. So if you want to do it, you branch out. It's not like you've left the group or you are in the group, but your, what you think you are doing more it's an isolated activity. It does not factor into it what others in the same priesthood with you are doing. And you see this a lot, like this group work thing, you see it coming to force when you watch movies, soldiers fighting. Have you watched movies like that before? One of the most interesting part of movies like that for me is the one that, especially even the, the sword fighting movies, the one that is carrying the flag, the flag of the company. He has a sword. He's on those flags. At times, they will be attacked, and they also pull their sword and fight. Yes, so if they must fight, they will do some fighting. But their work is not to fight mainly. Their work is to wave the flag. At times, oh, I was a movie. The command it was done through the raising of flags. So the general is there. The general's voice cannot reach everybody. So the flags are there. So he takes the flag, and it means something. He takes another flag and it means something. At times, he wave a flag to somebody, and that person too will wave a flag. Now, if those that are fighting fight well, like the battle will not get to a point where the one that is holding the flag must also take his sword and fight. Even though if he must fight, he will fight a little. But if the fight is done well, he will then do the flag waving and everything will work. It's the same with the shooting that is done with guns. The one that uh, fascinates me the most is the guy that is holding the radio. He also has guns. He also has a rifle. But he's in charge of the radio, like communication. So he's communicating with base. One of the movies that I watched, hey, they were calling the base. The others were shooting. So he said, let me also stop it. No. If the, you see the guys, oh, we came to kill human beings. So you're the one that you are holding the thing to call the base. Oh, who is here, Papa? No. 
He was calling the base. He wasn't getting through. And the people were coming. There were a few people who, they outnumbered them. So they shot and shot and shot. So they got to a point where the bullet finished. Everybody should use their bullets wisely. So you can't spray the bullet anymore. You have to pop, pop. So people are running towards you. Because if you shoot plane, your bullet will finish. And everywhere coming. They shot her and the bullet finished. And that's why I start crying. You see? <laughs> then they pulled their knives. And they were there. Because knife, close combat. Eh? So they were coming. You, you know you are that. So one will turn and look at his friend. And his friend to pull the knife. The other will turn. Imagine you are the only one pulling your knife. Everybody has left. You leave to his In a battle, you know how battles people run away. The first person starts running. Everybody starts running. Yeah. If you don't run, I won't run. If you don't run, that's how crucial it is. They pull the knife. One, I think one person put the, the thing in, on their gun. And they were waiting. It's a young men, young men. 18, 19, 20, 21. That's why when they come from the battle, they have PTSD. Like the people just got to them, then the radio guy got the base and gave them the coordinates. So as the people were coming, boom, boom. So they sent the bomb from the base. Boom, 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 boom. That was not the end of The people were still coming. And they were almost over. Like they just gave up. At this point, one friend is dead. Another friend is dead. You start losing the battle. When people you are fighting with die. So before, instead of us shooting, now it's left with you. You know you are almost losing. Then you see how important the other two were. One person, is dead. one person is dead. Like the people just got to them. Then, because they got the coordinates, a bigger army came behind them. Ah. Shot. Then the people started running. Then the people started running. Then the people started running. Do you know what happened? Those that were there, they were just there. They, were, they, they couldn't move. Like, I did not talk also. I think they send you first. Why are you sending me first? Then you see the importance of not sending everybody that another company will wait and come later. See, this guy was the one that saved them. And it's a real life story. It's the battle of something. They secured that place. And it was a guy that was radioing. I think lone survivor, the, their radioing was not working. Yeah, that's why they suffered what they suffered. This red, the radio guy, they couldn't get reception. When they blow your leg and blood is, I the movie, like something, a fountain. That's when you realize that the medic in the group is necessary. The medic. He may not be a marksman like you, but you shoot too night, you shoot too cold, you can't breathe. Then they'll put something in your throat. <gasps> then you breathe. Then they'll carry you home. He may not know how to shoot like you, but he knows how to save your life. He knows how to save your life. And all this, some people know engineering. Some people know technical things. In the military, some people cook. They just cook. So I cook there. Till you have to eat from the grounds. 
like baby, I will come and say, trade you and you free home. I want to be who say, Mewo. Like, you didn't fight. We came to meet you dead. They've poisoned you. So you need to go to die and buy your food. They've poisoned you. You are dead before the fight begins. You are dead. Of course, the chef also undergoes combat training, but on a basic level. That's why on a basic level, everybody in the kingdom of God must know how to teach the word of God. On a basic level, know how to explain things. But some level of teaching, if it is not your calling, you will not be able to do it. So your work may be to get someone in touch with that level of teaching. That may be your work. But some other level, you can operate there. And when it is time to utilize that level, you will step in. A chef in the army a priest in the army. Say a priest there. When you are losing morale, when you have a crisis, an emotional crisis, a moral crisis, when you lose your closest friend in battle and you must regroup to fight again, when death is near, eh? but you must still do the assignment anyway, you need a priest. There's a movie in the battle, the priest was moving from person to person in the group, praying with the person, strengthening the person, praying with the person. So he too, if he must pull out a gun, he can shoot. But I'm sure he's not the best sniper in the group. But when he must speak a word to you to set you on your way to fight, he knows how to do that. So you don't sit there and say that you, whilst we are lifting weights, you are reading your Bible. You see, you underestimate what somebody can do till it has been used to help you. Then you realize that it is good somebody too is like that and specializes in that. Because you see that it is God that visited you. But it is God in that person. You see it. There's a level that your vision gets to that another person's vision will not get to. There are details you will see that another person will not see. There are things that you pay attention to that another person may not pay attention to. There are things that you can do that another person may not be able to do. That is why the best way to do God's work, the best way to succeed is to find a group and be inside. Because group will cover your weaknesses and multiply your strength. That's what group will do. It will not make it so obvious that you can do something. But just when you don't have a gun, one with a gun is standing by you. Just when you are losing them, one reckless guy will charge eh, towards the enemy. I remember I watched a movie many years ago uh, concerning Alexander the Great. When they were conquering, they, were conquering, they conquered and they got to India. And the Indians had elephants. They brought elephants to war. They have elephants, you build, and then, oh, and then the elephant is coming. People are sitting on the elephant. Somebody's hungry, and shooting arrows. Somebody, and the elephant is coming into your horse. Like, you, you are good. There is horses you are sitting on, knocking things down. And Alexander was leading his people, and his people, Charlie, they will go. And they are shooting them. Because the person is hanging on an elephant. You can't even find the person. You understand? And they nearly lost the battle. You know what happened? It took one reckless guy, and that was the leader. At times, that's all that leadership. You set the pace, and then 
they shoot you down. And then the fight can go on. Hmm? He charged with his they said, they said, he said, advance. Then the people are running back. His people. So they are retreating. They are retreating. So he, he took a spear and then sat on his horse and started charging. So all his people were going to prison and he was moving. You know, if you see something like this, you won't come back. That's why you think of your family and your. Then you see one that has something greater to lose. Eh? And is charging. He charged, charged, charged. And as they were shooting arrows at him, he was swerving. He was swerving. And then now his people stopped and started watching. Started, those that were running away, they were watching now. And as he got to the guy, there was a main guy shooting from the elephant. As he got there, he was going to throw his spear, and then the guy shot him with the arrow. And then he still threw the spear into the guy. And the guy fell down. You know what happened? All the people were running, turned back and charged. Now, the elephants that they could not defeat, and because they were running, they charged and defeated them, and the elephant together with their people ran back. At times in the group, somebody's work is to provide inspiration, is to take a reckless step, at times to sacrifice something that is precious to him and will inspire everybody to do so. So when they carried him on his shield, and they were looking at him like a god, they were just looking at him. They just looked at him. By that one act, they won the battle. He survived. By that one act. So I was sitting there watching the movie. I remember I was in high school still, and I was crying. I said, Charlie, hallelujah. Just one act, too. Just one act. Just one act. Just one act. Sometimes you even watch movies and you see the one that is strongest is fighting. He's in the midst of him, choking, choking, choking. And then somebody's coming to kill him. He doesn't see. And then one normal person will shoot and out, but the person that is. Then the battle continues. He's killing how many? A hundred people, 200 people in the battle. The one that shot the three people that nearly killed him. They are partakers in the 200 people. Without that, those 200 people will still be alive and the battle will be lost. Yeah, our work is connected. You didn't kill the 200, but you prevented the one that kills the 200 from dying by killing three. You don't say, I killed three, <laughs> so I'm not important. No, the work is connected. In your three, you have the 200. So then when they place you somewhere, you must magnify that ministry. You must develop in it and perfect yourself in it so that you can deliver 100% efficiency. Hmm. One of the movies, uh, The Last Kingdom. Those of you are watching for this, this priest inside, Father Bioka. He's my favorite guy in the movie. Because of what he did. He doesn't fight it, but he's responsible for the successes. To the point that the last act, he threw himself in front of the guy for them to slay him so that the guy can live. He's not the fighter. 
He's a priest. He was the one that took the boy and ran away with him so that he would survive. Like those little, little things. He was a hero. There are some people that the group may not owe debt to. When they discover themselves, the group may not owe their debt to directly. But the heroes will owe every debt to those people because they were responsible for the survival of the heroes. Without them, the heroes will not continue. They will not exist. But when we look at them, the hero killed how many people? But there are people that made sure that the hero will stay alive. And those people even died so that the hero will stay alive. It's a group work. It's a group work. And I pray that the Lord will open our eyes to this understanding. That we'll appreciate it. And know that everything you have to give is necessary. Don't mind what anyone tells you. Don't mind. Nobody is in charge of God's work, really. Nobody. It is God that is in charge. He gives people authority. But eventually, it is God that is in charge. So you cannot let another man make you think that you have nothing to contribute. You can't allow that to happen. Because in God's system, by default, you have something to contribute. Don't let someone who skips you or omits you or does not regard you make you conclude that you have nothing to give. Don't let someone who does not appreciate you. Three people were appreciated and you were the fourth person no one minded you. I mean, that's where I'm coming from. I'm coming from that place. Where we are four, they will call three and I will not be part of the three. What are the odds? I tell you, the people are just not recognizing it yet. But if you will recognize and believe it, when you step into your own, they will now see that you are meant for something. So you don't let another person in the group who has not the eyes to see that you are capable of great things and you will do wonders for God. You, you can't let that person make you think you are useless. By principle, you are not. So you can't let that happen. You can't let that happen. At times, you come here, you are not prophesied to, so then there's nothing. That's a devil talking to you. Your time has not yet come. Keep pushing. Keep grinding. He told them a parable to the effect that men always ought to pray. And if keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. The Lord needs you for his one. The Lord needs you. All this while that you have not contributed your best to God's work. See how far we have gone with God's message. We have not gone far. Time they go. Time is going. Time is going. If you let only a few people, if you let me pe- do, if you let a few people joining me do, we will not get anywhere with this. We will not get anywhere with this. But if you join in, oh, me, I don't have much to offer. No, you have something to offer. And you can start with little. Like the way I started by what going as a member to prayer conference, then I joined subcommittee, then I became leader of the subcommittee, then I became a exposition on team, then I became a main speaker at the distance. In the same way, what's your role? Eh? You can start little, but you can grow in it. 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 One of the things that those days I could never believe was to, how can a person teach for hours? Because they say I should come and share something. 
Five minutes, my words are finished. But look at me. I can teach you till tomorrow. No, I'm telling you, I, I can teach you. I'm in a frame of mind. Something has teared in my mind. That does not make me go looking for things in my mind to tell you. The things come. I've grown in my work. I've grown in what I can do. I can teach you. I don't need to look at anything. I can teach you and teach you and teach you and teach you and teach you. You see some details that you see. I don't see, but I, mean, I see different details. I see different details. When, I, when I'm working, topics as to what to teach you are the things that come to me. At times, I don't go soliciting. Some of the time when I'm there, explanations, explanations, I understand, things to go and research on, things to understand. I started understanding that if, if you knew, you use it to become president. They just come. See, then you die, it doesn't come to you like that. Hey, hey, then we, we, we are not anywhere with God. Oh. You are not, no, it is my way of serving God. You too, there is your way. You too, there is your way. And in your way, things will also come to you like that. Not in the same, because my way is different. But in your special way, your own things in that way will come to you like that. You have to believe in that. You have to believe in that. All of us must push God's work. God is a God of armies, isn't it? Not one person in the army. Many people in the army. We learned that heaven increases in perfection with the increment in numbers, isn't it? It means that the more, it's like pixels, the more people join in in heaven, the more perfectly God is represented. So if one person was representing three aspects of God because there was no one else to represent the remaining two, if three others or two others join, then that person can represent his main one. You understand? And the two others that came in can represent the other one that they are cut out for, the other one that they are cut out for. Then what will happen? God will be more purely represented. In the same way, the more we gain people who come into the group and come with their own calling because they understand the work that God has given to us to do. They believe in God's message. They believe in the fact that God is building his church. They believe in the fact that God uh, has a plan for the human race. God wants to restore his church. They believe in those things. The more they join in, the more perfect our output will be. The more you join in, the more perfect our output will be. It's a group work. May the Lord help us.